Oh, yeah. This is where the ad goes. Perfect. Use this product. Which is us. Oh, yeah. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Worst or not, ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. Uh, yeah, I'm your host, Valley Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, the Dime Store Crime Lord, the Falligator, Poonani DeFranco, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. Also, I'm MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, and the Archduke Depeche Mode von Luftballons. And uh, with me, as always, Adam Strange. Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, The Vice Count, Dirty Finger, Tom Cruise Missile. Nice. And that makes this the worst case scenario. Um, and I would like to start, whenever it's a possibility, with laughing at Rudy Giuliani because you know how much I hate him. You know what? I was just thinking. Just, a, mi- just a minute ago. First, he was like in the news all the time. If there was a camera, he was talking. And mm-hmm. then that lady said that he didn't pay her right. And then they were having all kinds of crazy sex. And then nothing. Media fucking silence. So I think that case was real. Because I haven't heard a fucking squeak about it again. And I haven't heard him denying it anymore. Like, basically, this lady came out and said, Giuliani did <laughs> some wicked shit to me. And he was like, no way. And then she was like, we got recordings. And then sh- nothing else. Mm-hmm. And then he just got... um they, they want to disbar him in D.C. He may be getting disbarred not only in D.C., but uh, New York and like yep. basically everywhere he practices. Now, what they said is this doesn't usually come to anything if the bar association says he shouldn't practice anymore. Mm-hmm. Usually just the shame of that's enough to make people just fuck off. Mm-hmm. So if he does try to practice, then they will call the bar together to vote to disbar him. But mm-hmm. right now he's not kicked out. He's just um, shamed. And he can't lobby at the moment. I don't know how much shame he's capable of. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's a thing. I think yeah. as long as he's got money, he's fine. In his as brain. long as he's got money and booze. Yeah, well, yeah, money to buy booze. He's just looking somebody to go to the store, and then I guess somebody to blow him when he's on the phone because that's what that lady accused him of yeah, paying into. Basically, financially forcing her into sex repeatedly. Um, yeah. But this. This stuff right now, what he's going through, aside from all that, is apparently they really have him over a barrel on the January 6th stuff. And uh, he's gone in on a two-day proffer. Mm-hmm. You know, like basically where you snitch on yourself in a... They call it queen for a day. I just learned that term. Like, I knew what a proffer was. But basically, they let you go in and snitch on yourself and all your homies. But... No one will be prosecuted for it unless they decide that the information that you've given is worth making a deal to lessen your prosecution to get the people they want to get. And but does, so that information doesn't count against you if they don't? If you don't end up making a deal, but like I, this all feels very like paper thin and make believe to yeah. me because it's like, well, now the prosecution already knows every detail of what you did. So like... If you, what are you gonna do? Go up against them, in unless like, cause it it sounds like a lose lose for the for the person proffering, because and maybe I'm just not understanding quite how it works. But like, on the one hand, 
you're clearly doing this because you want to make a deal. So you tell them everything you know. And I believe the only way a deal doesn't get made is if the prosecution is like, well, there ain't really shit there we didn't already know. Yeah, or you so didn't know enough, yeah. Or you didn't, yeah, you didn't really bring anything good to the table. But now we know everything that you've done and your homies well, did. I can see how they would do that with like, say the DOJ is big enough that they could be like, well, you're going to go meet with that guy and he's not part of our office. And then he's going to tell <laughs> us if what you have is good enough. If it's not, we're, he's going to burn his notes. We are never going to talk to him again. We're not allowed to use his evidence. I don't think it's that extensive. I think you talk to the people that are planning to prosecute you and that are charging you. Well, that's what I mean. Any of them have an office and there's at least five guys there that got got that could use a job probably you know or an intern i don't know yeah but definitely if you're doing this you know you're caught red-handed mm -hmm. you know that you're over the barrel so seeing giuliani have to do this is so just sweet reddish but like me. he is he has gone from the news like it's really weird because mm -hmm. he was on fox he was out there he was putting himself out there getting mm -hmm. on camera and that's over and other people aren't bringing him up as much as they used to. That was what I was going to say is like the first part of what you said makes sense to me. Like that he's like, oh, shit. He got a real I lawyer that told him how to be a lawyer. And I mean, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, and, and just that he realized how many charges he was really facing. And that also he's not the president's lapdog anymore. It's kind of like you remember when um, or they showed him the evidence. They're like, real quick, just, if you think Trump is going to pardon you or not, let me show you what we got against Trump. And he mm -hmm. was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and also he's not the president anymore. He doesn't have any power, and also he doesn't give a fuck about you. He never paid you what he was supposed to pay you. That's what I'm wondering is if like is Trump, hey Rudy, you know, or if it's like if it's just like, hey, the boss ain't answering, you know, like if that's happening right now. I think like, he goes to him. That's what that's what I think, but I don't know. Like for all I know, he could be wearing a lobster bib at Mar-a-Lago right now, just nom 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 nom, eating for free in his fancy suite to keep his mouth shut. Maybe. If he's not, then he's talking. Even if he is, he's talking like that proffer. It is talking regardless how you look at it. But um, no, I don't think that. Uh, but he could also just be lonely and want somebody to talk to. And he's just wasting their fucking time telling them stories about how great he was at 9-11. Yeah, like he's doing the proffer. He lays back on the bed. He starts unbuttoning his yeah. pants. Farts, jerking off. Farts. He's leaking black mascara sweat all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. He's like, and then that time I booked a conference at the four seasons and it turned out it was a grocery store that he's like he i imagine his proffer being like chunk when they were about to fucking the fratellis were gonna put his hand in the yeah. blender it's like okay i'll tell you everything first i cheated on my second grade math test then in the fourth grade i made fake barf and went in the balcony i had sex with all my cousins like, i was married. married too Yo, it just, yeah, I just imagine it being such a sweaty, desperate mess that, like, like it's probably the messiest proffer any of those uh, prosecutors have ever been subject to. He's, like, he's just going down rabbit holes left and right, like, thinking he's outwitting these people. Ordering sandwiches and shit. Yeah, like it just, it seems like a disgusting mess. And smelling horrible, like, the liquor sweat and farts breaking doj toilets like hey, i'm gonna be in there rudy's been in the bathroom for three hours now for a while like, oh we backed it up here boss he uh no and i also don't believe that he's getting like you know hush hush treatment at mar-a-lago because um if you remember uh and i am only recalling this because i was listening to a news program about um 
a lot of apparently a lot of what he's being questioned about is that crazy pre-January 6th meeting with like yeah. him, Sidney Powell, Michael Flynn, and then the actual that one attorneys guy's name who, I don't remember. The one who had the idea of John, doing all this John shit. Eastman. Yeah. Uh Pat Cipollone. Fucking uh yeah, it's just a bunch of you know what they call the crazies and the normals yeah. or whatever, but it turns into like a huge, like almost fist fight between people. And it's crazy as all like the my pillow guy was there, the overstock guy was there. Like, how did you even get in? Like one of the attorneys is like, How did you get in here? Yeah. <laughs> like, who are you? I used to smoke <laughs> crack, but now I sell pillows. <laughs> like and okay. I'm, and I'm in the White House. Yeah. But um, yeah, so apparently, and you'll probably remember this, as crazy as everyone in that meeting is, um, Giuliani, who was officially the president's attorney at the time, they had to go, to even be let in, they had to go send someone to escort him directly from the door to the office where the meeting was, and then when it was over... He was assigned someone to escort him directly out. Like, they didn't trust him to, like, walk down the hall and leave. They were like, nobody knows what well, the fuck. They didn't want anybody here. robbing their cocaine drawer on the way to the situation room. Yeah. Fucking. More but, on that later. Yeah, we will get to that. But, uh, no, and that's why I believe, like, he's not at Mar-a-Lago. Trump didn't want him wandering around the White House. He definitely doesn't want him wandering around his real house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But apparently Bedminster, for some reason, and maybe it's a summer thing, a summer-winter thing, mm-hmm. that, like, he goes to Bedminster for summer. I don't know shit about, you know, but apparently that's where he's been I know as it, of late. Yeah, I know it's in Jersey, but I, I don't know uh, what part of Jersey Bedminster is in. Because there, like, people sleep. There's parts of Jersey that are very beautiful, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't, but it's a golf club, and I don't think it's beach-related. What's well, nice of the DOJ to bring him, bring up charges in Florida so that he'd be, you know, he could be in, down there in Mar-a-Lago in the winter when they're prosecuting him. Yeah, and, uh, well, I don't know, I've heard, I've heard that it um, it's set for, Dece- the trial is supposed, is temporarily, tentatively set for December, but yes. it'll probably happen around June, is what. Oh, next June? Yeah, not, I mean, yeah. The, not, not, not the last not one. Not the one that just passed. passed. Yeah, that, no, that's, that's dumb, they need to do it, like, tomorrow. The thing is, it's on tape, that's what I don't understand about, like, Especially with like newer stuff, like the the trial that I was just on the jury in, the video was the end of it. Like they mm-hmm. started the trial. They were going to show you this video, and then like five minutes in, the entire jury was like, "Okay, can we go home now?" That we just watched the fucking video. He did the thing. Right. And they're like, we no, it. we're going to talk about it for like a week and a half, really uh, slowly. Uh, it's like, but we. Just, fuck you. We just saw the video. The guy did the thing. Yeah. That the fucking end. Like. And that's like with Trump right now. Like, I've heard the tape. He had classified fucking evidence. He said he did. He admitted he did. And he said he shouldn't be showing it around when he made somebody look at it. Fuck him. He's guilty. Put him in jail. We're done. Like, right away, wait till next June. There's also security camera footage of them walking those boxes around. I'm sure they got a lot of evidence we ain't even heard yet. Absolutely. And I know they all need to go through it and all that shit. But, yeah, there's no reason to wait. December's nice. I was just thinking, like, ah, that'd be nice for Christmas. Right in time for, like, Everybody going home for the holidays to have a nice Thanksgiving discussion around the table about oh, man. MAGA life. Can you imagine the food fights happening like that? Like crazy uncles would be getting pelted with shit. I honestly don't think that's a thing as much as it... Like, I think it might have caught a lot of people off guard going into Trump times. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't think those people are having Thanksgiving dinner together anymore. I think that like Interesting. most families are like, let's just have two dinners. Uncle John's not coming this year. Um, he's we, he's at his compound. Yeah, we, training. we let him think that it's his choice. Um, yeah, but also, you know that I think that they have that whole documents case in hand, and that's why they're rolling that ball forward. But you There's know, it's more. the same crew that are investigating the January sixth yeah. stuff, and I think that's going to fake ha- elector, which is that dude. right? Yeah, but like I don't. So I'm assuming. That the January 6th charges, if they ever bring them, will be a whole entirely separate case than the documents case, even yeah. though it's the same investigation team. Um, now, whether well, that's the thing is whether they, Jan 6 will be broken they're not down. Prosecutors per se, they're investigators, so they give it to prosecutors to prosecute. No, Jack Smith is a prosecutor. Yeah, but he's not heading all like he's not going to head all of these. He's going to hand it off to somebody else to prosecute. Right? I'm pretty sure. Isn't somebody else doing this case now? I thought. You might be right. I don't, you know, I'm. thankfully, I don't really know enough about the legal system to see how that works. And I don't know. um, Yeah, I I know it's all Department of Justice and there are special, but they call them special counsel. Counsel usually means attorney. But that's like, they were grand jury shit. You know, they're like, (laughs) is this prosecutable? And they're like, yep. Okay, go. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. I think his thing was just to gather up shit, have the investigation to see if it was prosecutable, and then somebody else would. You could be absolutely but right. I don't. About I'm that. sure there's a lead prosecutor in the documents case, like or whatever the case right now down mm-hmm. there, and that somebody else will be in charge of the next one somewhere else. There'll probably be one in Atlanta with somebody else in charge of it. Well, know? the one in Atlanta is not federal; that's local. No, but they're apparently investigating that. That's part of all this. Is that like that? That could be a whole separate thing. The calling thing. Which could also be federal as well. I'm pretty sure that the Raffensburger call, which is the one that happened in Georgia, mm-hmm. is being uh, investigated by Fonnie Willis. It is. Who is the local yep. Georgia prosecutor. But also, I don't know if you've seen the laws that they passed down there recently, mm-hmm. but apparently the uh, state Senate now has or the state legislature, whatever it's called, now has the power to just um, remove uh, prosecutors from cases that they don't think should be prosecuted. Yeah. That's fucking bizarre. Yeah, but that's one that's like, that's something going on right now that Republicans didn't really think through where like, they keep passing laws that are not constitutional <laughs> and being like, right. fuck it. And used to be, there'd be a, you'd have a lawyer at the place being like, hey, you know, like this is a big waste of time and money. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, Fuck it. (laughs) Publicity is priceless. Right, but I mean, it might not be federally legal, but it's now their state law. Yeah, but until like, like say right now, you keep saying new trans law, judge overturns new trans law, Mm -hmm. new trans law, judge overturns new trans law. Yeah. And like a lot of judges are getting that all, you know, like right now Republicans are focusing hard on school boards and state Supreme Courts. Mm -hmm. Those are like... Anything they can find that doesn't say Republican or Democrat on the ballot, that's what they're aiming for now because it's hard to elect people with R's apparently right now. Well, but not only that, what's what's even crazier is in, in particular with the trans laws uh, getting overturned, a lot of those are actually Trump-appointed yep. judges. Yep. So even they are not letting that shit fly. And so 
while yeah like there are a lot of republican nut groups trying to get you know school boards and state legislator people and judges onto their you know appointed or voted in or whatever mm-hmm. uh when those people get there it might not turn out how they well think no it's, it's gonna turn out it's happening right now and there's one county in california it's like not petaluma it's like petaluca or something but there's mm-hmm. some used to be fully republican it was like an agricultural area asparagus growing or some mm-hmm. shit Recently, Republicans took over the school board where mm-hmm. the county was already leaning. It's like 50-50 mm-hmm. for California, but they still would send representatives that were, were red, that were like one of the mm-hmm. red areas of California. They took the school board and then went hard right away. We're like kicked out the the um, the superintendent, outlawed CRT when they never had mm-hmm. any to begin with. It was never there. Which Oklahoma just now, there was this meeting where the, the head of Oklahoma education had to come out and explain that. Yes, we are going to teach about the, the Tulsa riots. Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't CRT. Let me explain to you people. CRT is only when they make you feel bad about the race you are. Right. And it's like, what? And like, nobody challenged him. They were like, well, it's more than that. And they're like, no, 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 no. This is where we're, this is the Oklahoma rule now. It's like CRT just means they're making you feel bad about being white. That's all that means. But we can still teach about the Oklahoma race riots, but we can... Kind of, that was them then and we're like that's what we've been saying the whole time asshole like just right, because but, a white guy owned slaves 100 years ago doesn't make me feel bad for being white when a white guy breaks a crime breaks a law right now i don't feel bad because right, he's but, white and i'm white but what's extra on what he's what he was what they're trying to do there is teach the tulsa race massacre in a way that is race neutral yeah as if race what wasn't the motivating factor about what happened it was black people were left out of white society they formed their own society and started doing really well with it and the poor white people got really mad about that and they don't want to include that those were the motivations here's the problem right now is that tulsa is liberal it is not a a, the city of tulsa yeah like for Oklahoma, it's for, it, it may as well be for Oklahoma, it may as well yeah. be Asheville, you know. Right. But it's it's still conservative, but it's like half not. So the people there, it's it's a, it's a hipster college town. Like I've been there, it's cool. Mm-hmm. There's cool restaurants and coffee shops. There's like the Flaming Lips have a street named after them. It's really? it's cool. Yeah, that's, yeah that, that's where they're from. Oh, really? Yeah, that's their town. It's like it's a cool hip town. There's the cool bars and there's cool restaurants. It's there's a college. There's art shops and there's graffiti everywhere. It's like mm-hmm. it's not. So the people there are liberal voters that are like fuck you we're gonna teach this shit and they're like but we have the whole state thing and so that they fought back to get the tulsa race riots enshrined into the educational system somehow Mm -hmm. correctly and the rest of the state tried to push back and then it ended up in some huge meeting where they were like trying to explain to the the racists that it's okay that they're going to teach this it's not crt calm down and it's right but all the stuff that people were calling crt isn't isn't nothing to to do with it at all they have no fucking idea what they're talking about right and like to not teach what redlining means is right they just don't want race being brought up because or it's the thing it's like saying affirmative action is wrong without explaining (laughs) why it's needed Right is the problem. It's not about affirmative action. Yeah, that is kind of wrong, but it's needed because such a horrible wrong happened beforehand. It's corrective. It's like I could say punching somebody in the mouth is is wrong, generally, unless it was the one thing that stopped him from killing a hundred thousand people. 
then it's a great I, I thing to I do. I don't know that you sound killing that many people. You know, he could be on his way to a button. But, he could be on his way to a button that just does some or, stuff. Uh, more I can write this. down-to-earth uh, explanation would be like, oh, that guy's about to start a mass shooting. Like, he's a mass shooter. Yeah. And someone knocks him the fuck out. Well, that was the right thing to do. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that, you know, it's... It, you, you have to have the um the, the reasoning behind the thing, not just the, why the thing's wrong. And CRT, no way of teaching America's past should ever make young Johnny feel bad about being white at all. It should make him feel proud that his people fucking realized how stupid they were being. Well, there's there's growth. Going Hiding on. it and then realizing it's been hidden would make me feel bad about like if I was like, oh shit, my people are the worst thing ever. And why would they hide that from me? Because you know, like, they're terrible. Because there's one more terrible still thing they be do. bad. It's like all right. the lies about weed made me think that it might be okay to try cocaine. It's funny, that was the exact analogy I was going to make. All the stuff I learned in the D.A.R.E. program, once I tried weed a few times and was like, oh, shit. And I, people I, were like, want to try acid? I was like, maybe that's also not bad, too. You know, I think I got the wrong film. Like the first film I ever saw would be like, this drug does this, it's bad. <laughs> this drug does this, it's bad. Mm -hmm. LSD. It makes light turn into colors and sound turn into vision. And I was like, dude, this sounds pretty awesome. This is exactly bad. like what Pink Floyd was saying. Yeah. I'm going to get experienced. Yeah, only the only information I had about LSD was definitely like, you will go crazy and jump off a building and think you're a duck and shit like that. I had uh, the, And the minute I tried it, I was like, it was the entire motivation was like, wait. Everything they told me about weed was a lie. They had told me in my health class, in health class, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That if you smoke weed and drink beer in the same night, that you will definitely die. Now, I was told, and this is one that came up more than once, is that um, pot could make you lose control of your um, peeing and pooing. Mm -hmm. And I heard that when I was young. Like, I remember that. And it never went, like, you could just piss yourself if you smoke weed. Mm. And, like, ah, oh, that'd be embarrassing. And then, thinking of dust. But then dust I, will make you I, do later, that. That's in my, true. In my teens, my grandparents gave us their old encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. So we had this, like, from the 50s. Mm -hmm. And it's mainly because my mom had a bookshelf and it was empty. And she just wanted to look smart or whatever. Did it have marijuana in there spelled, yeah. with, spelled with an H? Well, like, marijuana? It, it was, yeah. It, it, it brought up, like, the Spanish origins of it. Yeah. But then, or the Mexican origins. It made it seem Mexican. Then, yeah. But then it had this, this whole thing, like... You back then we just you call would, Mexican you would Spanish. definitely lose control of your your bowels you just would empty your bowels you just start pooping everywhere oh, the encyclopedia said that yeah and then you would start you would commit crimes but have no recollection recollection or memory of them so like you would rob banks and shit or kill people and you wouldn't even know while ejaculating semen and that that's the first one I just like into your pee pants like just even reading that like just why like did the encyclopedia people just not know? They're like, what is weed, Bill? You know about this weed stuff? You're like, I don't, I, go ask Nixon. You know, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I don't do weed. <laughs> like, you said it was from the 50s or something? Yeah. Though? Yeah, Yeah, that sounds right. Because it didn't, like, like reefer madness mm. come in, like, the 30s or something. So, like, they've been propagating that for a minute. Yeah. Um, but by the time then, it was, you know, the stuff of jazz musicians and black folk. Yeah, no, that's why they called it jazz cigarettes, was funny, to associate it with black people. And, and that's why they call it marijuana, not cannabis, because to associate it with Mexicans. I forget his name. It's one of the, like, Mez Mesmer, like some jazz guy that also sold drugs or whatever, had a book about it. And his, his whole thing was about, like, the birth of the, the touring scene of that, like, mm -hmm. once the mob took over alcohol, they would start opening bars everywhere, but then they needed a band, so they would get people, that band leaders, to run the bars. And so they have <coughs> these guys that were like, 
band leaders who would pass bands up and down so the band would just tour from like five or six different venues mm-hmm. and then the band leader would run the club but then they started bringing in weed and that it was directly prohibition that led to like the first push of weed getting to all the cities in America like America some people smoked weed mm-hmm. some people never heard of it and then prohibition sent jazz musicians from city to city to city and they would bring their weed and smoke it with other people there and then sell it and then that basically got like you mean like it created the opportunity like the vacuum of alcohol being less accessible made yeah jazz musicians be like we'll have you the, tried they discovered it yeah weed but then they as a musician you start jamming when you're stoned it's fucking awesome you just yeah. fucking go forever it's great like it made jazz become a different form of music you know go from mm-hmm. like to like you know like, those are both spot on impersonations of jazz yeah <laughs> that's my that's my thing imper- so the dude i do scat now yeah and then they started doing speed and it was like no, and that's kidding. where metal came out um so wait did we uh cocaine yeah did we get there because like we can go from jazz cigarettes to cocaine white house i think of like cocaine bear would be a great like if i was in the secret service and i had to watch don jr yeah yeah be like um you guys you got eyes on cb cocaine bears on the move cocaine bear has reached air force one no that's what my first thought when they said they found cocaine in the white house it was that somewhere in florida Don was like, man, Eric, I'm really sorry I called you that two and a half years ago when I said you you stole my cocaine. I realized it was just a really good hiding place. And it, but the, wait, did it, they found it in a hiding place? It was I in a drawer. It was like, drop. Oh. It was, yeah, here's what happened. Let me start. Here's the story. Because they really lied about. Day before the 4th of July, I guess, Sunday, news alert comes out. White substance found in a White House. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Anthrax. Who knows? Maybe it's, who knows? And oh, then um, some website that tracks police scanners heard a message right before the white house reopened saying it's all it it's turning yellow and then guy <laughs> yellow is that what you just said yeah so you mean it's yeah yeah it's cocaine hydrozone cocaine or hydro whatever the word the tech, uh, hydroxone hydroxone co- cocaine oxide you sure i think it's a hyd- i don't know maybe it's that's well, what i'm pretty say. sure it's cocaine but oxide. they found they so they found it and then they reopened the white house the white house didn't say shit and it wasn't until people started making these connections and then woke back like did you have some cocaine then the a rumor came out it was found in the lobby it was it's a lobby in the lobby you know where visitors are it's, it's the lobby and i've been in the lobby of the white house there's it's it's fucking marble there's if you drop some shit on the floor it's right there there's no like it's not like a there's little yeah, nooks and crannies like white and no, I'm just saying, like they, they, they there's there's no there's nowhere to stash it or hide. There's no you're not reaching into a drawer. Right, that wasn't there's so a marble. There's like a rope keeping so you. So that that was where I was completely misled. I thought what they were saying was a bag, like they and they they called they were like it's what's known as a dime bag wolf, and uh, it's about the size of this if you can imagine it full. You're like, like you know, Wolf Blitzer knows what the fuck cocaine is. Fucking they, dime bag. His name is Wolf, is, and he blitzes yeah. shit. Yeah, he's Dude, from the eighties. Where do you think he got that name? It's not his real name. Yeah. He fucking did a huge line, and people were like, "Yo, like, there's a re- CNN was twenty four hour in the beginning. <laughs> we didn't sleep. They, there but, was no. I, what, what, what they the way they explained it when I saw it, it just made me think. Like a security guard was like, "What's this?" and like found a bag of Yolo on the yeah. ground, and then was like, "Oh fuck, we gotta gotta report this." But that is not the case. They found it like in a desk or something. In a no, it was like a decorative. You know, like a little, like a, I don't even like a, like an armoire. 
it was in a hallway. Like if you might see some furniture with a base on it in the hallway, yeah, yeah, whatever. Exactly. It had a drawer on it. It was in the drawer. It was outside of what they said was the situation room. And I was like, yeah. oh, so Wolf Blitzer so definitely Wolf knows Blitzer what it is. Wolf Blitzer is on this. But um, <laughs> they, it was in a hallway where there were bathrooms nearby that the press <laughs> had access to and used. Mm-hmm. There were some public rooms, but there were like the actual offices for the West Wing, you know, like right, right there. And it wasn't like an incredibly public area, but it was next to a door that big meetings happened in. So like it could have been a big wig going into one of those meetings. We don't know. Right, but okay, here's two things now that I know that. All I'm saying is But they lied. Somebody lied and tried to make it seem like it was in the lobby. Yeah, so there's somebody there's a reason something. they lied about it. That's number one. Number two, there's no tourists. Like if you had a bagiola in your pocket no. and you got that far in, it's not like they're searching you every no, they hallway could, they you could go some, down. they could have hey, they could have been an alert. White powder found. Like if there was an alert and all of a sudden they, they might out of nowhere start searching tourists but i doubt that but that I could just, happen I they could be like you know or somebody could be like wait Look, they're gonna do what over there like they just came in like here's the tour starting now come over here to get patted down like, no but like when they i also have been on one of those tours and they pat you down before you get in like when they're bringing you through the metal detectors that's it's like tsa that's when you get that shit. Yeah. so if you got your ski in there you know that far in i get what you're saying and it could be true but on like just like an occam's razor type of thing like what's the most likely oh but it's it's not that because that's not where it was it was not in right. public access where tourists came in it was somewhere it was where with the somebody that are. works in there yeah somebody who was visiting uh, madison Cawthorn. yeah or the, yeah definitely like the, the but the other thing that i'm saying is yes i believe it's an employee and also, why are people acting surprised that, like, ex- power-chasing executives in D.C., in the White House, or the, you know, the Senate, the Capitol building, whatever, the, you know that those are la- ambitious, largely Caucasian white people that love them some cocaine. Uh, like. Yep. Like where are you not like if you and if you look hard enough where are you not it's like a, it would be like an Easter egg hunt you'd find and DC is bags, is yo, yo a market yo, everywhere DC is definitely a market that's you know DC has a lot of cocaine in general there's there's a lot of people don't realize like how many rich white people live in the DC metro area but yeah. like Vienna Chantilly there's like all these towns like of mansions that just yeah, like alexandria recession like, proof yeah. that's something people just don't talk <clears throat> about no but like millionaires to have houses people that run big businesses or like pentagon contract kind of people mm-hmm. like rich motherfuckers mm-hmm. and their children that's really you know like them yeah sure but their kids and i mean their adult children Absolutely. just be running around having money They're, they got cocaine they're buying cocaine there's a market there yeah you no know? i mean dc northern virginia uh, that part That's of really the adjacent part of Maryland, yeah. like everywhere, like between, you know, like Annapolis and D.C., like all of that is fertile, fertile ground for that. You know, the press bathrooms are right there. Journalists be doing blow. But journalists mm-hmm. aren't the type to like just toss their blow. <laughs> They'd be more no. like, there's a bathroom right there. Why didn't you just do it all, asshole? Or you know? just like. You could have stuck it in your butt. They got press passes. And also, just like, there had to be a reason you stashed it in a place. Uh, First, that you stashed it at all. But second, you had to be thinking you were coming back for that. 
So it's someone who clearly wasn't just passing by the Or just time. ditching it. They could have been, like, the idea that, and I know this didn't happen, but like, okay, everybody ready to get out, go up on the helicopter and go out to Camp David? Okay, Hunter, yeah. just before you get on the plane, we're just going to make sure you don't have 15 cameras in your pocket because we're not going through this again. And then he was like, okay, I'll, I'll meet you there second, Dad. I got to go use the bathroom by the press room. He does love selfies. And then yeah, it's, like, it's like that scene, uh, have you watched the new Mulaney stand-up? No. It, he just talks, and I won't spoil anything, but he just talks about how he had like an eight ball of Coke and tons of pills in his pockets when he walked into what he thought was a dinner party and it was an intervention yeah. for him. And he just goes, okay, but can I use the bathroom first? <laughs> no, I, I saw him being interviewed by Seth Meyers where he was like, you remember when I went to the bathroom? Yeah, I did a bunch of drugs. Yeah. And he was there like, yeah, we know. Yeah. We all knew. Everybody in there knew. We, every single person. Yeah. Um, then we won't get into that because I would spoil it. But I highly recommend to you and any of the listeners watch that new John Mulaney because it's fucking hysterical, and and it's also uh, very different than all his previous work. Um, I'd like to see some Hunter Biden stand up. Mm, I don't think so. He looks. And listen, I've never listened to him talk, but well, in like um, an artistic, sad French way or something. He like. just and granted, cocaine does make you sweat a lot, but. He takes way too many selfies, like incriminating selfies while he's like in his drawers and really fucking sweaty with now granted, I'm sure he's coked up enough to think like, oh, no one's going to see these. But like me and the girl, I'm going to send them unsolicited to. But but it's still like who's going to believe a stripper from Arkansas, <laughs> but it's still just like. Dude, these these still aren't a good look. No. Like he doesn't look like a cool guy. And he, or yeah, just people in anonymous are smart enough to know to put a fucking mask on and take a picture and put it on the internet. Even if you don't put it on the internet, like it it exists. Did he like, put them on the internet? No, no. But he if you make a picture nowadays and it exists in physical form, you put it on the internet. If you email it to anybody You mean in digital form. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. both. I, fuck, I'm going to take a picture of it with their phone. takes 10 seconds to put it on the internet. And right. The thing is, if it exists, it, it's going to be on the internet. That's just how the internet is. It absorbs everything. You, you, you send somebody a picture of your dick, somebody else hacked their phone, and they have a folder somewhere of all the dicks. Yeah, like there's a universal dick pic folder like the Dick Cheney has, ironically. <laughs> somebody's like, like, I wrote this program to go scrape the internet for every single dick pic that ever existed. <laughs> And it's and it got him from every single dumb old cell phone out, out there, I, you know. Like that's a I, I I don't know. I don't believe the security works. I don't believe in privacy, and I think people are weird enough to want all the dick pics. Um, I know I I agree with everything you just said there. Um, I could even see what's his name Epstein. Oh God, being like, I need you to write me a program, okay? And then once you give me all the dicks, get them to me, and I'm gonna go find those guys and blackmail them. No. Is this your dick? He's like, is it really? How'd you get that pick? Is it, <laughs> is it really for the for the blackmail Epstein, or do you just want all the dick pics? <laughs> like, I'm designing the perfect dick. <laughs> I'm gonna need AI to look at all of them. There's some AI everywhere that, like, yeah, I've seen every dick on the planet. He's making like the Bionic Man of dicks, or like the like the RoboCop yeah. of, of dicks, or like the what, what is the the, the the oh my god, he was like. He was, he, was, he was the Joseph Mengele of dicks. Wait, was it Joseph? 
I know. Mengele jokes aren't funny. Let's no. back, let's back away from these jokes right now. Also, you could have stopped at RoboCop of dick pics, and yeah, you know, you st- it's still not landing. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All all I'm saying is those are my salient points. There's a no way that 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 bag didn't belong to someone who works there on one level or another, and I don't know why well, anyone is acting surprised. Here's the thing, and honestly, Clinton is is the like before Clinton, mm-hmm. it was not a big deal for government officials to get caught with drugs. It happened all the time. When I was growing mm-hmm. up in D.C., it was I mean, Marion Barry happened during my, my and he time got growing reelected. Up, but a lot of people that happened. He um, got, not only got caught with drugs, he got caught smoking crack on camera with a prostitute. One of the reasons weed wasn't wasn't legal for our life like weed was going to get legal in the 70s it was coming it was on its way carter they were going to legalize it and then like three guys in the carter administration got caught with cocaine Mm. and then because of that carter had to go hard right on drugs and just Mm. stopped and then held it down and then reagan got elected reagan had four or five people in his fucking like office and cabinet just sniffing everybody was sniffing i mean back then they thought it was they thought they were like this is gonna make me more productive at work like nobody was against it yet in the 80s and especially not the right until just say no and that was all drugs had to get included so right say no that's when they were just like blaming cocaine on black people Mm -hmm. was just say no before that when it was called you remember in the early 80s it was called the rich man's aspirin and it wasn't in the hood because it was unaffordable it was way too expensive because you couldn't smuggle enough cocaine into the country to drive the price down and you remember there used to be one of those it wasn't a dare commercial but it was the same idea was like the drug council commercial where they showed the rich businessman walking in circles and he was like why do cocaine because it makes me more productive so i can so i can work longer so i can make more money so i can buy more cocaine so i can be more productive so i can work and they just kept saying that and he walks in circles until they pull out and you see that he's he's trapped in a coke vial and it was it was a rich white man in a business suit you know what i mean so even the anti-drug commercials knew who their target audience was. even when they were like well let's just make it a bigger sentence for crack you know, like they, they yeah, knew one ratio. I, honestly, I'd say when the CIA was meeting with fucking drug lords they worked with in Mexico and were like, what's that stuff you're smoking? And they were like, oh, it's called Freebase. Yeah. We've been basing. They're like, what's that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we can make cocaine really easy to smoke and cheap. Cheap, you say? Well, mm-hmm. That is a. We're going to put this in the ghetto. The basics of that story are true, but. Uh, but it wasn't CIA people. It was chemistry students from California went yeah. down to try to figure it out. And they saw that the people who were the, you know, the employees, basically slave labor, well, and would smoke the, the paste part of the product. Yeah, but so would, um I forget who they are, but it's like three of the main early, like Mexican cartel CEOs, like mm-hmm. the main that were... um just they, they'd sprinkle it on their in their cigarettes and that's yes. and that they just smoked that shit all and day that's, long that's and they, they had a word for that and that was like their the way they based right it. so the word is is called basuco but these people these chemistry students didn't speak spanish and they asked them, was like what is that it's like basuco and they misunderstood that to mean base but what it means is paste and it's the it's because you know like the making of coke it's like you take it from the plant to the powder yeah. version the middle ground is a paste and that's when they were taking the paste and that's what they were sprinkling into the cigarettes yeah 
but these dudes misunderstood it to mean base, which makes sense because that's what we're talking about yeah. earlier when they were talking about cocaine oxide um, on the what was the, the radios? The, yeah. What is it, the service called? You were talking yeah, about the whatever the police scanners. Yeah, the police scanners. Um, so same misunderstanding. So the oxide part, when you separate the base part of the cocaine from the oxide, which is essentially just salt. You know what I mean? That's how they created freebase thinking that they were making what those dudes were smoking that they thought that was. Yeah. And once they, and it, I mean, it worked. Yeah. A little too good. Yeah. And that's when, like, because you, you can only pack so much coke up the beak before it clogs up and yeah. you're done for the night. But you can smoke that shit for days and days on end. So once they figured out how to create freebase, that's the predecessor to crack and then that's how you get to those steps and that's where people are like I, I find it just kind of weird and ironic because whenever people talk about oh the CIA ain't been cracked and it's like no they just set the table for crack to yep. be here they they flooded the entire country with cocaine and then something like freebase was stumbled over and that leads to crack yep. so it's just like they didn't have to invent crack they just set the table for crack. You yep. know what I mean? And and that'll happen. I mean, if you yeah, if you load your warehouse up with gasoline, eventually someone's gonna smoke a cigarette in there, you know? <laughs> like it's gonna fucking happen. Um now there was some documentary I watched a while ago that just brought up like that basically they just the CIA was didn't give a shit. They just wanted people to fight communists, you know, right. for the most part. But then there was no way they could, every time they brought guns, there'd be cocaine somehow. And that mm -hmm. eventually it got to the point where they were like, it's going to, what are we going to do with all this fucking cocaine? There's just cocaine everywhere. Yeah. And they just happened to have it. And like this whole idea of like, well, if it just became money somehow and we yeah. don't ask any questions and then we just have money here, we can buy more guns. And it's just, it's just a, a funny, like dumb shit that was just like people who, are given a mission, are told they can break whatever fucking law they want. Yeah. Like, you know, make sure there's no commies. Do whatever the fuck needs to happen. Yeah, as long as it, that's how bad you don't want communism, which for most people that were even propagating that, probably didn't really have a firm grasp on what the dynamics of the real political yeah. system of communism was. I'm not saying it wasn't bad. I'm just saying, like, most people talk now about communism socialism have no fucking like no. maga people no. they have no idea what that and, means and on top of that like just as planning goes they say if, if it was my job they're like hey look that country's turning communist i'd be like oh well you know what fights communism fucking capitalism asshole give them fucking money that's it that's the bot you go down there and you're like hey we heard the commies came down and talked to you they're like yeah they did they said we could get some food oh here's food Here's some money. We're capitalists. You, you know, here, here's food and money. Just give them. You suffocate them with gold. It's a fucking. It's this. That's how you win. You basically, you can shoot at people and tell them not to be communists. Then they're gonna be like, "Oh, those guys that hate commies killed my brother. We should be commies." Like it didn't work. Yeah, no, it didn't work with terrorism but, either. But, but also just, part of why that didn't work uh, with those countries is the reason that they started flirting with communism in the first place is because America had gone down there and colonized yeah. all those countries and raped them for all their natural resources. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you would have, and your banana company, all it had to do was pay a tiny bit more. Yeah. That was it. Like all that money you spent trying to kill your enemy and fucking fly shit around. Like, and I'm sure maybe they made ass loads of money off the cocaine and I'm totally wrong about these numbers, you know, but like 
just fucking pay a little bit more and it would have all been cool that's not really how capitalism works no i know but i mean it should be it should be and it should be in the cost analysis if you say hey down the road these guys are going to kill us if you pay them a little bit more they'll have comfortable houses and they'll be too busy sitting in their ac to come out and fight us but at at the end of the day and i'm not a communist or i don't really have a firm grasp on any of the nuance and fine details of Mm -hmm. any of the political economic systems but I have watched how capitalism works, and I know that it's a fucking masquerade where everyone who has money pretends that they pulled themselves up by the bootstraps when really they got fucking handed out programs and subsidies and their fathers had emerald mines. Yeah, got government assistance, even like what we're talking about, like United Fruit going down there and, you know, raping all like Nicaragua and Costa Rica and all those countries like they had the help of the cia and other government entities and you know like that's just that's what capitalism is it pretends to be this kind of holistic giving system like as long as you work hard enough it's it's not at all what it is yeah that's what i mean it's like it would have been better there are ways they could have sold their their they could have used better marketing and it would have lasted longer they would have all south america locked down now and they totally dropped the ball left and right well, I mean, a lot of that stuff even leads to today and whether direct or indirect, a lot of the reason where there's yep. so, so the much migrant. migration into yep. into America from a lot of those countries, not just Mexico, but all the ones below it. You know what I mean? Except for like kind of Belize. It seems like Belizeans are just well, chilling. It's but thing like is, but Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador, that all has to they do They keep with saying the America global south, shit. but it's really not. It's like the, you know, the, the south of the east, like Africa right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody from Africa is like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's go to Italy. And that's right. like huge, like, you know, like they're this worse than it is over here. Like we mm-hmm. think a lot of people from South America are coming up here. There's a lot of people from Africa going to Europe right now, like mm-hmm. the whole thing, but not so much if you go farther, like if you keep going around the world, like Indonesians aren't flocking to China, you know, like the right. Indians aren't flocking to Pakistan. Right. But I think it's, I and think- there's many reasons that these things don't happen that are political and cultural, but it's happening in a weird way over here. We're like it's white on top and not white on the bottom the bottom is coming to the white right like because white people have come down there and colonized and taken all their shit for so long that now the people that live in the countries in the global south are like all right well you took all this shit we're coming but even in the global south it's a thing where they're like once we chase out the colonizers Mm -hmm. like they they, got france is finally gone Mm -hmm. boom there goes everything like now we don't have any economy whatsoever. All of our businesses are gone. We have no more importing and exporting and five warlords are fighting for the capital. Fuck. Right. But largely like when you look at a country, say like Haiti or something, what no one talks about, people act like ever since Haiti threw the yoke off of the French and slavery and all that stuff, yeah. they're like, oh, they've been failing ever since. It's like, no, they've been sabotaged by America, England and France, the entirety of their yeah. independent and, existence. And by them, not themselves but you know like people from haiti ain't not really ain't they entirely just, innocent of it they like had just, right now is because of a haitian that wanted to grab power and missed you know like somebody took out the president so, yes and he didn't but do who it assassinated right. that president uh, well he he you don't think that was america i'm sure they had something to do with it but i don't know i don't have all the info on that but there was enough where well Brit- america was immediately like it was him Here's everybody that worked with it. We, 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 we America investigated and, and you trust co- America and didn't cover it up. I'm just saying they, they might have, but they would right now. How do now, you know that right there wasn't the cover up? 
okay first off it happened under trump i mean maybe i don't think i i don't it, you it, don't it, think it, trump it, is a it's he listed so, haiti and in, in his list of shithole countries yes yeah, it's bumbled so bad that it seems like right now even america is like hey rest of the fucking world please do something like we can't like we've tried before and we can't no, UN please on. and now the UN you, is begging look, Jamaica right now is the only country willing to send any troops there like every right, country right. in the world is like okay. I ain't touching that but shit but you are aware that very shortly after uh Haiti threw off France's yoke they're the only country to successfully rebel and free themselves from slavery right and very shortly thereafter I'm not sure how many years it was but it was decided that either France will come back and invade or you pay fucking reparations to Fr Haiti had to pay reparations to France for the money that they were losing out for not enslaving their country. And it was in the billions of dollars. And that was in the 1800s. So when you think about how much that is in modern dollars they've still been paying that off till modern times so they're taking i doubt huge, they are now well now they probably I don't know what who would but be cutting those checks from nothing into into at least the late 20th century if not the 21st haiti was still paying well, that money that it's taking huge amounts out of their economy what it looks like politically is that america stopped giving a fuck about two or three administrations ago and then local two you local mean like warlords. stop giving aid yeah yeah and like okay when terrorism happened mm -hmm. we were like hey if any muslims come through we'll take a look down there but otherwise we're not wasting our fucking money on you anymore right, right. you guys can't you ain't swimming over here mm -hmm. and then they basically the locals and like two or three different people who were actually like doing business in america while having companies in haiti were like mm -hmm. okay fuck this i'm taking over and like they all battled to do it. One of them actually got presidency. Another one had him murdered. Then he got caught doing that. And so he couldn't come take power. And now local gang vacuum up. And at the time, Amer America hasn't been interfering, which is the problem. We're like, we just don't have enough business interests there to like bitch at politicians to get them involved. Right. We, anymore. It's only because no, they've all failed for so long. They right, just if, stopped. If there's no natural resources to take. And that's the. We yeah, don't get involved. That's the other thing is there's there's nothing we could profit off of there for us to steal. If they had oil, we'd be there up in go. that motherfucker like Capitalism. crazy. <laughs> but they're just not right now. And it's, you know, the whole world is trying to get a coalition together to go to Haiti. But. The last to time the UN stopped the warlords. And the last time the UN were there, state. they were like raping people or some shit. So like peacekeepers. The can't UN go. was UN peacekeepers got in trouble doing something. But remember, UN peacekeepers are just volunteer dudes that needed a job from other countries. Right. That so couldn't make it, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't make them like they're not angels. Trained specialists in any yeah, way. Right? They're people that they couldn't get in the real army. You know, and didn't have really bad records. And they got caught doing shit like that. But so they can't send that UN sucks. peacekeepers That's right awful. now. And the, the, the country itself doesn't ever want UN peacekeepers. Jamaica has basically been like, we'll send our army. And that's kind of like, well, it's basically like, we'll go, but you know, we're going to have to kill some of them, right? Like, you know, we're not just going to come there and they're going to, the gangs are going to be cool. We're going to have to kill no, them. No, I mean, the Jamaican army versus the Haitian warlords sounds like like one of the coolest movies i've ever seen and the but the jamaican army has been going up against warlords there's apparently some huge gang in jamaica that they took out over the last like eight years or a decade so they're like Dude, badass honestly, gang just warfare the fucking, guys the title jamaican army the jamaican army sounds so savage 
Just like, the idea too of like, okay, like, oh shit, who doesn't smoke weed? <laughs> okay, we got like twelve of them. <laughs> We've got twelve dudes, and I'm sure there's a lot of people in Jamaica that have never smoked weed and don't care about it at all. They just wake up and go to work. I'm not saying the whole country stone. Yeah, I just imagine that army rides in with big, big subwoofers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah, dude, like. Some Lee Scratch Perry type. Out in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> they call it murder. And then you know, and Haitians aren't playing with you in general anyway. I'm no. sure that this this battle has been going on, say, like in the streets of Miami since the 80s. And you, you know don't I mean? hear about, like, I'm, I know that the Dominican Republic also has many problems of its own, but I don't ever hear about them, and they don't make the news. And it's weird because it's not nope. like there's a wall it's, between these two motherfuckers. It's an but, island. Uh, no, yeah. One has trees, one don't. Yeah, but... uh no, the Dominican does not have Haiti problems. And uh, I'm not the biggest student of either one, but I know that there is some funk between those. So I don't know if there's like a physical wall, no. but I know that there is a definite border yeah. and it is it is held down. I'm sure. You know what I mean? Now, but, and um, economically, yeah, no, the Dominican is, is, has, is and has been doing way better like, than Haiti for a long time. I'm just going to walk over to your country. No. <coughs> okay, I'm just going to go out there and swim around that asshole. It's just right there. <laughs> like, But I mean, like, you know, the Dominican has American tourism and I'm sure tourism from all over the world. I don't know. I, I could say they, they don't make the news. I don't know. It's, I'm sure they do. It's kind of, well, no, it's just kind of like, um, it's almost treated like, you know, I don't know the whole of the country, but I know a lot of it is like resorts and, you know, vacations for, you know, many levels of tourism. Yeah. You know. So, Pergosian. Oh, yeah. Let's Russia. talk about. So, he's, first of all, they still haven't been able to locate. No, he dude. never went to Belarus. And then, okay, last no, week... No, Lukashenko came out and said, he's well, like, he's in St. Petersburg. Well, I, I watch it, it's pretty weird. He had a press conference where he invites all of the world press to come mm -hmm. to Belarus, and we'll talk about it. And they get there, and they're like, okay, where's that guy? He's like, what are you talking about? Like, he, he acted belligerent about it. Like, why would you even think I had him here? He's like, because you fucking made an announcement that he came here, asshole. You said he was here. You, you well, gave us he, pictures of camps you were building for his people. And he, I don't and think he, he, he said surprised. he came there. He said, I made the deal for him to come here. No, he said... But he, they announced that he was there. He came. He was in the country. He, he they did. Lukashenko okay, said that. he was at a certain hotel for a minute. Mm -hmm. But then five days later, he said, "I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. He's in Saint Petersburg. He might be on his way to Moscow. How would I know?" And the guy, I did that's, see that. And the reporter yeah. was just like, "Well, I would think you would know because you know you're a world leader with an intelligence organization. So maybe you would know things." You well, know? And also, you're Putin stooge, and he was supposedly here at one time. And he asked the reporter, he asked, brokered the deal." Is Pergosian's life in danger? And the guy was like, oh, you're going to suggest what? Putin's a thug that would just kill him? You're going to suggest that? I was like... No, I'm saying it declaratively. No, this guy is a, a mutinied against Russia. Why would I not think that him and everyone he knows is going to die? Like, don't act like that's a weird thing, asshole. Like, yeah, and also, like, but, Putin feeds people polonium just for talking shit. But the last thing the guy said... He they, shot down they helicopters. They didn't question Lashenko when he said, that's all I'm allowed to say. Oh, like, you think they would have said... Well, as a world leader, Allowed I wouldn't think by who? you would be given rules. And right. but so that dude, they they raided his apartment in Moscow, where they found like lots of cash and a big room full of wigs. Yes, which sounds weird at first, but you're like, no, no, wigs and, and fake beards and fake noses and fake, fake passports. passports. And they're like, so whoever Jeez. whoever the fuck got out of that column mm -hmm. and got in a car to drive towards Belarus, that mm -hmm. was definitely not him. 
They've already said they, they know. They don't even think he was in that column, that that was a body double from that Ross on Don all the way up to halfway to Moscow was that he wouldn't, he's not dumb enough to, to get into a bunch of cars that could be bombed, that he would never yeah. do that. He would right. always be in a car, 10 cars back, wearing a, wearing a costume, watching. The whole thing was faked. The photo that... Of Wait, the raid on Ross on Don? Or, or when, when they left from Ross on Don? He was there, and that wasn't right. him. But you're saying when they did this, started the, the supposed march that was going to end yep. in Moscow that they abandoned, you're saying that, like... He was never where they said he was. Yeah, and... He was pretending and, and signaling as if he was in that column mm -hmm. and seen in that column, but that wasn't him. That no one has any idea where he, he is at the moment. Two or three of his private jets been, you know, spinning around that area. Mm -hmm. Most of the, the fighters, they keep saying, are most likely in the Ukraine. But they don't, they're not saying, here's a picture of their camp. By fighters, you mean jets or or the wagner group? the wagner group the mercenaries the, right the troops that they're <laughs> supposedly in the ukraine in a camp somewhere but there's no photographs or definite say of that so they could be creeping into moscow for all we know we don't know or, they could or be, like what we talked about disguising yeah. themselves and dissipating into yeah. society but like but to to regroup somewhere for a reason probably or just to disappear i mean maybe but i think that I don't. I think yeah. he's, he he's either going to be on the run for the rest of his life, or he has this last moment to to strike and save it all. Or this is the other thing, and I read this. I'm not smart enough to postulate this theory on my own, but that basically because you know the Russian regular army has basically been getting their ass kicked by the yes. Ukrainians. The Wagner Group is the only like battle hardened mercenaries they have yeah. just out there fucking shit up. And that, uh, like you said, there's 25,000 of them. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that they're pretty much, at least according to the shit I've read, is that they're pretty much only loyal to Prigozhin, not to Putin. Yes. And um, and they've been fighting all over the world with this dude. Mm -hmm. So And that was kind of the thing that surprised me. Like, I knew he was a very wealthy man. But when you saw the raid on his mansion, which is actually in St. Petersburg, um, not just that you saw, like, he had crates full of cash from all different yep. countries and you know all the like they not just the wigs and the, and, the, and the passports but he had caches of arms but on but they have a gold mine in africa they have like gem mines and gold mines where some african country they were like yeah we'll take out the warlords we're going to need the, that piece of land right there yeah that's what we want and then they have been mining gold and have gold in africa but when you see the actual mansion itself, in addition to what was found there, that was a fucking extravagant mansion. Yeah. That wasn't some American McMansion. That was some like old timey Russian royalty yeah. mansion. And he's got about twenty to thirty office buildings around the, the world. He, and, I didn't under, know that he had his media empire. They had to unwind. That it, it he I has like social media. Either. He had like two or three social media companies in Russia and at least two TV stations. That makes sense though, because the way that once he decided to go public, mm -hmm. he went so public and so viral with like videos he was making, like just dressing down the fucking um, minister of defense yep. in Russia and all that shit. And um, but my point is just about when you see how he could be living and maybe a lot of this is like social media going viral shit but supposedly he was with the the Wagner group like yeah. traveling around to those countries I'm sure he was living better than yeah no, Mercs but he was like, smart enough to PR it 
to them where he was out there with them yeah, all the he was time. With them. But he wasn't. He was sometimes. No, he visited I'm sure, the front I'm sure he didn't have an AK and was, you know, yeah. licking shots and shit like that. But still. No, he was back at camp licking shots. And he'd be like, now everybody go that way. I'll be in the back. Right. But even that. I'll be in the front. Hey, Dave, get to the front. Yeah. Like he's got body doubles that look like him. Yeah, like, I know. swore I saw him um, get shot like eight times. But I'm just saying that even if that's what he's doing, which one would have to believe, um, n- when you see how he could be living and still be the owner of the Wagner Group and be in his mansion yeah. chilling, like I think that that would probably breed some kind of loyalty from his troops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and anyway, back to my original point, which was just that the third option is that Putin knows that if he actually imprisons or executes uh, Prigozhin, mm-hmm. he the Wagner Group ain't rolling with him. Yeah, and that he has that kind of golden ticket, and that Putin and Prigozhin both know that he needs the Wagner Group to continue this fight, much less even hope to win it. Yeah, you know, so that's kind of why I think that. I mean, they did raid his mansion, so if if they're not filing charges on him, I don't know why they're doing that. But well, that that was a public thing, you know. Like mm-hmm. that we don't they if they're gonna go take his shit, they don't need to put it on TV. That right. was on TV to be to show for sure. Look how right. this guy lives, and but he had already Putin had already made like two announcements of like how much he had profited off of this war alone. Like you know, he's came out the and said house. he made a billion from this one thing, this war alone, one billion. We gave him a billion. We don't understand why he didn't do more with it. Has he been taking it? We'll find out. Like, Putin didn't say he did, but he alluded to it and was, like, questioning it at the end of, like, if there's waste, it will be prosecuted. So, basically, he was laying out a case now. Oh, Not for any kind of mutiny. Not to ever even say that even happened. But to be like, oh, look, he was stealing money. And what it seems like in the end is that the generals in Russia were like, we're fucking losing. We're going to take those troops. Right. Okay, so they all need to sign up with us by this day. Mm -hmm. And that's... And Pergosian was like that's mine yeah. and they were like yeah well this is russia and we're gonna take it now and he was like fuck you and that's or some weird shit like the americans killed him or captured his ass and have been fucking puppeting weirdos all around the place as they secretly destroy it from the inside we don't we have no idea what's going on right now i don't buy that theory but it was it was too weird in the beginning that to be it still didn't make sense like it was voice you know this is a guy that does selfies he does video of himself talking oh, and all yeah. of a sudden it was audio for three things in a row while he's i did find that weird starting a war against the, one of the biggest countries on the planet you know mm-hmm. like you think that his own country yeah. at that the video the photo where he has proven the photo that started it all of like hey look they bombed my troops that's all proven to not be geo look sent whatever it's, it wasn't real that didn't right. happen where it said it was and that was all fake so like the what started the mutiny didn't look real there's some general who apparently knew about it in advance mm-hmm. and they found that out and that guy has disappeared from the playing board and he was the first one that came out with a video. When it all first started, he came out and he was like, everyone, go back to where you're supposed to be. Follow your actual orders. Do not do what you're doing. Do not, you know, go against the hand that feeds. But he, like, it was really worded weird. Of, he was right, like, like I'm saying, but what I'm not saying. He's basically like, I don't know. I have no knowledge that something's going on because it was right. too early for him to know. But he was telling him not to. So he was trying to make it seem like he was against it from the beginning. Even mm-hmm. though like, he just found out and he was, t- you know, but yeah, there's a bunch of videos out there of Wagner fighters that are like, yeah, we're going to take it. We're going to win. He's our man. We're gonna... And then like four days later, the same people standing in the same position, like, 
fuck him, you pussy, you traitor, you fucking go to Belarus, fuck you, you know, but in Russian, that was my, right, untranslated voice, but then, um, and so some people have, you know, it, it's really, it doesn't make any sense. No, there's, there's obviously, and we've mentioned parts of this before, but there's very clearly a lot more going on under the surface than we could ever know. Yeah. Because, like, when the mutiny started, I was like, whoa, this is going to be some of the most historical shit we've seen in our lifetimes. And then a couple days later, whoop, and, and it's just over for no reason. Like, why did you do that if you weren't, if you weren't going all the way? Why did you even start? And that the whole... The whole war in general, just the fact that Russia's not doing anything, you know, like Russia is just like not even in a, I mean, they're holding, you know, but like, they're not like Russia could beat the fuck out of Ukraine at any moment. We, you know, or they so say they could, but they they thought they could, you know, they thought this was going to be a few days, but they're not even trying. And they really haven't for months on. You don't think they're trying? They're not pushing right now. Like they're lost in a bomb. Every couple days, they'll hit a city. Yeah, they're not bit. making they're forward not progress, but I don't, I don't know that that's from lack targets. of targets. They're not taking out failures. trains. They're. It's like they're just. It's. It seems. It's weird. It's all very weird for large scale fucking modern warfare. I don't know. You know I don't. Like, I don't generally understand how how warfare works. Honestly, in strategy, you know because I mean? now things are so big that like weapons are just you just wipe out whole areas you know like right but again he brought that shit up a long time ago about like yo i'll use tactical nukes if you push me but he knew that even china was like yo settle down you know that's the line china apparently has like tactical china nukes. has said or that's what the cia says it's like china has said if a nuclear bomb goes off we're not your ally right like our friendship ends with that because china could something you don't people don't talk about but like China could take like half of Russia. If Russia went down, if that mm-hmm. if that mutiny had happened, China would have taken half of Russia. They will say, "Hey, for our own security, mm-hmm. we're just going to hold this right now until you guys get this shit locked down." Mm-hmm. Because there's nuclear weapons, there are resources, there's a lot of people right there. We don't want that crashing and them all coming into our cities. We're just going to go up there and take that. So like they would, they wouldn't even question. There's, there are Asian people up there. China could absorb them. Just take yeah. it. Well, I mean, and, technically, it's pretty much all Asia. Yeah, it is. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. That's that's a fear of Russia. So, like, that's why they're still friends with China. And they're like, no, 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 no. We'll just give you oil cheap. Let's just be cool, you know. But if Russia stepped over the line, China would go against them too. And that's a big piece of this. Isn't this fun? The Global Report. Worst case, fans. yeah, no. This you want to like, hear a fart joke? This is like the least funny uh, episode we've done in a while, but it it it, okay. it, it felt. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder about cocaine in Russia. Like, you think Russians would love cocaine? It just seems to me like there's somewhere where there's house music playing, 7 a.m. and a bunch of dudes fist bumping. They got like leopard skin clothes on. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's like a great time if you can get it. There. Now, is there still cocaine there? Like, I would, I would, I guarantee you that if you are uh, like a Russian mobster or a hard ass that hangs yeah. out in those places. You can get cocaine, yep. but it's kind of like what I was saying before. Like it's like pre-America or pre-free base America. Yeah. You know, it's it's got to cost a fucking lot because stepped on. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe not stepped on. Though I mean, just and granted, I'm just speculating on a hypothesis here. But like, I would just have to imagine if you ever watch 
like that Netflix documentary about the guy who's like a Russian immigrant from Brighton Beach in Brooklyn. And then he somehow stumbles into being an international arms dealer and would go back to the Soviet Union when it was like collapsing and becoming Russia again. The one about the guy trying to buy the sub. He bought a fucking whole submarine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like dudes like that, they exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not unique. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, yeah, those dudes. And now that there's, you know, because from what I understand about Russia is like, Organized crime, uh, the government, and the oligarchs are just kind of like three legs of one tripod. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why Putin has so much money and control because. But that's the thing. That's what I'm, I'm wondering. You'd think that like drug dealers would be having a hard time right now. Like sanctions alone, just like no American cash, nowhere to spend their American cash if they get it. Right. Getting the drugs, like the whole. Like you think that like status drug dealers like status quo. They mm-hmm. like when they understand what shit is and they can do it again next week. Like yeah. that's what they want. They don't want like border bullshit. You know, like what's going on at the border? We need those open. You know, like right. That's that's what I mean. Why I would suspect, and again, this is mere speculation, but the way I would envision it is that. No, it's it's not like drug dealing is probably not super widespread, but say when a dude like the submarine guy yeah. comes in town for a big time arms deal, he probably brings like a few ounces of cocaine and it's like it's party time tonight, gentlemen. So yeah, like yeah. if you're in the Russian mob or associated and you hang out in those clubs, then yeah, you can do a bunch of blow at certain times. But I wouldn't imagine that for all the reasons you just mentioned, like the sanctions and all that shit, I would imagine it's probably pretty hard to just be a run-of-the-mill garden variety Coke dealer. Anything dealer. you know. Or at the same time, the black market could be exploding right now where now the drug dealer's like, you want Adidas? I got Adidas. Right. Real. From Germany, right? I mean, you remember when like Levi's jeans were like the drug of the day, yeah. supposedly. That might just be American propaganda, though. They love that Levi's jeans and rock no, and roll. But shit. Adidas was one where like it was outlawed. You couldn't like the actual country would see you with stripes and they'd be like, "Get the shit off your body. That's bullshit. That's decadent. You know, we don't wear that." And so mm. when when it collapsed, Adidas became like what the rich people wore. And right to this day, like the the the. I don't know, like <coughs> whatever the players will have mm-hmm. the stripes on their fucking Mercedes. They, really? They'll have Adidas designer dresses for their for their rich ladies. Like Adidas to this day is this weird status symbol of. And it's not just everybody. Russian, but mobsters in general love tracksuits. Yeah, no, and they are so an Adidas tracksuit on a Russian mobster wouldn't surprise me one. That bit. is that is fancy dress to them. Like that is a status symbol to be wearing a tracksuit. So they they look like b boys. Like when you see a D- Russian mobsters hanging on a corner, you're like, they listening to Run DMC. I think they're listening to Run DMC, and they're like, probably not. They look like Fat Boys fans. Um, but no, it's just because basically it's an outlaw statement. Yep. Was. I mean, what, uh, I guess, you know, you, you it's probably a level that you go up between that and, and your Armani suit, you know yeah. what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it, it, it would be interesting just to know what the entire drug game is like over there. And uh, I would imagine well, you could probably get weed as easily in Russia as anywhere. No idea. I know that that's the thing of like. Although that, the electricity thing might. You know, and they still like Western lifestyles is still a bad thing to them. Like the fact that Europe is cool with people being gay mm-hmm. is one of the reasons 
they bring up this war is happening for that like ukraine was cool with pride fest was was actually something that putin has said two or three times during the war which is also weird because his main thing was like uh well they're nazis and we're going in to kill the nazis yeah but like nazis aren't cool with gay people that's who invented the pink triangle man yeah they're they're yeah that's the thing these are the new kind of nazis that they vote jews into office as the president well they can't have concentration (laughs) camps now so if they just turn you all gay then you won't have kids and then that you'll just you'll genocide yourself is that part of I'll bet. Said? I I I would a hundred percent think that whoever uses the term gay agenda has had that thought. Well, this is the thing. Where he's talking about the history of Nazis in Ukraine is not without its roots. In re- there is roots of truth in reality. Yeah, you know what I mean. But as we've talked about on many episodes of this show, every wild grand conspiracy theory starts from like a few things that are true and then people take it way too far you know i don't believe putin at his word on really anything but the roots of nazis in ukraine is because during world war ii ukraine had been an oppressed like possession yes of russia uh, for so long that when the Germans came in and invaded, they were like, fuck it, if you're going to liberate us, we'll help you. So they helped with the Nazis. And there was a, a segment of the culture that for many, many years stayed pro-Nazi that's, because that's how they remember but it. That's, it's the, but that argument works as good as it's the Democrats that did the KKK. You know, it's like, yeah, sure they did. Totally. Yes, they did. The Germans, Berlin in particularly, a lot of Nazis were there. They totally were. You know who's there now? Fucking gay people from Afghanistan who have cannabis shops. It's not the same Berlin anymore. Right. Those people died and left, and now new people moved in and they changed things. No. Like, so Ukraine is definitely completely agree with you. Like that the, that's that's I'm just saying historically they there were Nazis there. There were many many Jews killed in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. A lot of Jews live there now. But I mean, their president is Jewish. There are a lot of Nazis in Ukraine. Like guys, there's no way to get around that. Like there are white supremacists uh, that are ukrainian nationalists yeah like, you know but there's this other there's thing white supremacists everywhere. that this is something too that russia for a long time like basically was kicking their nazis out like if you had a bunch of nazi tattoos and were like really pro mm-hmm. that russia would basically kick you out of russia and they would drive you to the border of ukraine and send you to ukraine and this is especially since the 2000s like mm-hmm. as of like and especially like 2008 and 10 they started doing it more of like Look, there's Nazis over there. And I was like, can you just put them there, asshole? Those are all Russian guys. And a lot of that Azov, whatever, they were from Russia and got kicked out of Russia yeah, the, or the jails the, pushed the them out. Azov or Azov or Brigade yep. or whatever. Yep. Yeah, which is a white supremacist fighting unit that yep. does fight for Ukraine. They're, mm-hmm. they're Ukrainian nationalists that are yep. white supremacists. And it is facts that they're almost like a Wagner group for Ukraine yeah. that uh, because Ukraine needed every soldier they could to take up arms and these guys are well-trained fighting force that they do have a no. white supremacist Nazi uh, Ukrainian nationalist no. and there's another one fighting that's, for that's actually Russian they're Russians mm-hmm. who are Nazis mm-hmm. that are fighting Russia along the, the border that are like the new That's Russian Russia liber- Liberation Army. And they went to Ukraine to train or they were booted from Russia when the war started and they came back. But that's another one where I, was, I personally would be like, yeah, we don't need those guys. I well, know we need everybody, but we don't need those guys so much. And like, I don't even know, like, 
I mean, that's... Oh, did friendly fire land on the Nazi troop? Oh, damn. Damn shame. It's also just... Damn shame. Such strangely circular logic that makes no sense to be like... To be Russian and a Nazi is as weird as to be an American Nazi. Because it's like, yo, your, your grandfather's all like either killed or died fighting these... Yeah. Fighting not literal Nazis. And American you know? Nazis will tell you how much they hate socialism without even understanding what it is. What when it I'm is. like, do you know what the zzz sound in Nazis comes from? <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, that's another thing about it. And we got to wrap up here in a sec. But uh, that there is um, American neo-Nazis that are flying out to fight with the Azor group and... and in Ukraine yep. to get combat like live combat yeah. experience to come back and share that combat experience with the rest of the white supremacy groups that are well, kind of plotting on overthrowing America now but a lot of it's a really weird thing that I didn't know about this weird like a bunch of American um, conservative movements started mm -hmm. connecting with Hungary and having like there's a CPAC that happens in Hungary every year now. yeah yeah their president came in and Orban, Orban, Orban yeah. apparently that's there's this new movement of like going to hungary and hanging mm -hmm. out in hungary but because hungary is so pro-russia and anti-ukraine at the moment hmm. it's splitting up it's it, completing it, there, there's a bunch of problems in the american white supremacist movement right yeah. now where they're like just stay the fuck out of it mm -hmm. but it's just stay the fuck out of it but they're like no russia is the perfect place for us and it's like well honestly you should just go fucking live there asshole you can go live there and be white with white people forever just go be white in russia and they're Ooh, like i mean I russia think... is not a white country it's very multinational it's very multi-culty um but i also think that it's not just that fringy part of like the openly white supremacist part yeah. of the right wing like a lot of those just maga like mainstream trump supporting people have been very pro-russia the whole time and I'm like yeah. yo that was like your whole arch nemesis my whole time growing up this is super weird that mainstream republicans are now like pro-russia in this conflict and the only explanation i can really come up with in my own mind is like this is a, this is a white thing it's, it's white supremacy white. isn't it like like, like you feel like they're super white i don't know if you've seen the new <laughs> that new disney the new uh, marvel show the secret invasion I think it's called. It's the Nick Fury one. Right? Yeah, yeah, but there's they have a whole beginning of it is, you know, like, how am I going to hide a black guy in Russia? I'm in Russia. How am I going to hide this black guy? Like, they just keep bringing up the fact mm -hmm. that, like, it's so weird to even see one black man. Mm -hmm. That That's a thing. But Russia's also very conservative. Remember, they just passed laws saying that, like, yeah. you can't be gay in public. You know, like, you yeah. got a rainbow shirt on. We're going to have some words with you right. about what that means. So that... that You're like, no, I'm a brony. That alone. I'm a brony. They were like... <laughs> Bronies never existed. It was a marketing ploy. Really? Yeah. So, and some some bronies, some people became bronies because they saw the marketing ploy and were happy to identify well, with it, but it was never really a thing. That's how marketing ploys are supposed to work. Yep. Yep. It was, they, they were basically like, well, only little girls are into My Little Pony. You know, they're like, let's just do how this. How do we sell these to And this will sell males? To, to little boys if they think adult men are cool with it. And fathers will hear that other men are cool with it, and comic nerds like it, so maybe it's cool for their kid to like it too. I've never okay. known a comic nerd, male or female, well, that like my no bronies. Boy. The whole idea of bronies, where the story was so good in the cartoons that 
uh, people that were into comics got into that story. So that the bronies were actually like comic convention kind of guys. Not buying. That was that. I'm saying it doesn't. If you look in, if you even dig into the, the did you, you go down like a YouTube rabbit yeah, hole? On this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Story articles and YouTube stuff. But it's basically bronies were never a thing. They were never and never actually existed. It's a conspiracy, know. like uh, Putin, like Prigozhin. It was apocryphal. <laughs> we're closing on apocryphal because. Uh, that's a smart word, and I like it. Mm. All right. On behalf, uh, I mean, this show is rather apocryphal. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you have been rocking with the worst. My name is the Foul Mouth Jerk, Falio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Archduke Depeche Mode, the Von Loof Balloons, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, the Dime Store Crime Lord, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. A.K.A. the Fowligator. And my man that I cannot do without is Adam Strange. Infidel Castro. Tooth Willis. Forrest Gums. The Vice Count. Dirty Finger. This is the worst case scenario. Because two wrongs don't make a right. But three wrongs definitely make a worst.
Uh, yeah. This is where the ad goes. Perfect. Use this product. Which is us. Uh, yeah.